Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Swans Big Footy Podcast. My name is Bonds. We, tonight we have the return of Punts. How are you guys? And Vaughn. Hello. Now we're going to go straight into the preview of the Hawks game. Punts, you want to take us away? Yeah, it's obviously going to be a big game. Um, what is it? 1v3. One, one um, winner will probably percentage, what, 139, 142. So... Probably most likely the winner will either stay on top or Hawthorne will probably stay on top. We've got Geelong breathing down our necks now, so you can pretty much go from one to third. Um, it's going to be a massive game at the MCG. I'm pretty sure it's Roughhead's 200th, if I'm correct. Um, so big game for him and, and the club. Um, they're obviously going to try and get one back on us for last time. Their side might be a, a little bit better than last time with, with Mitchell and, uh, and Hodge back in, so... Um, it's going to be a very tough uh, game. Hopefully, we can get uh, Tipper back in to try and stretch him down back. Because I think um, if we can get Buddy higher up the ground, pretty much exactly what we did last time with Buddy roaming around the fifty and uh, and Tippett one out with Showmakers, I think he'll beat Showmakers most times. And with, you know, obviously uh, Gibson's their best third man up, and they're saying he'll be back. So we need Buddy to really drag him up the ground and get him isolated one on one because Buddy what was 270 kicked the last time so um, he still had nine shots on goal so I'd say that he towed up Gibson last time so if we can get that happening again a um, few key matchups I think we really need to focus in on Gunston his form at the moment's really really good I think he uh, you know gave um, Adelaide a bit of a touch up um, I think obviously I'd probably be think Rampy would go to Rampy would go to him, so he's got a big job, Rampy or Laidler. I think they'll start off with Rampy. Um, That's only if they play Hale. If they don't play Hale and they're only coming in with one Ruckman. Oh, they got Segler, oh, and, Segler and McAvoy. Yeah. And I think they'll stick with that, so obviously Grundy will get the rest in Ruck and Richards will probably get Ruffy, so I'm presuming uh, Rampy will probably go to uh, Gunston, because I remember last time Laidler was actually run around with Bruce. I know they had Rioli in that night, so Smith was probably to Rioli, but um, obviously, uh, yeah, Laidler took a small last time, which um, which either way, either way, Rampy or Laidler can go to go to um, Gunson. I just think uh, maybe Rampy's got a little bit more leg speed um, than than Laidler. Um, I know Cunningham um, did a defensive forward role in Suckling. I don't know if they'll go that way this time. They might have to put him on. Um, I know Hill gave us a bit of a touch-up. We gave Jetta a bit and of a touch-up. He'll be returning to the side this week most likely. So Yeah, and he gave Jetta a bit of a touch-up last time in the first half. So maybe maybe Cunningham to run around with Hill or maybe even Cunningham to go to... Mitchell was a defensive half forward um, with Mitchell playing off half back. That could be another option. Stick Cunningham on Mitchell. Um, obviously, Burgoyne pretty much nearly, he nearly got him over the line last time again. I think he needs a bit of attention. Can't let him. I'm not. I'm not too worried. A lot of people say I'll oh, put someone on Hodge. I'm not too worried about Hodge. I don't think he's the player that he was that he once was. So I'd be more worried about Burgoyne getting on top. He just, every time he seems, they've seemed to put him in the middle, he seems to get the clearances or just get, get some going forward. So I think obviously Bird got him, I think in the last quarter last time and kept him pretty quiet. So maybe, maybe, you know, a little bit of a, little bit of a look in with Bird on, um, on, on Burgoyne. Um, but as I said, it's going to be, 
it's going to be a massive game at the MCG and obviously Buddy back there and um, it's going to be huge. I just hope we can get back uh, Hanabry and Tippett, um, go to a long way to uh, winning. Uh, so, yeah. It's going to be an interesting match. Like, they've got some, as many injuries as they've had, they've still got some pretty damn good depth in their side. Like, I know we've had good, decent depth all year, but... When you can bring up players who have been in and out like Langford as your like six, seventh option down, that's pretty incredible. So even if they didn't get the likes of Gibson back, I wouldn't be taking them lightly for a second. It's gonna be a I'm worried about this match. Yeah. Vaughn, what are your thoughts on the game? Um first of all, let's not have plants go first, because I, I... He's taken a few of my points that I wanted to say. Um, obviously, with the results this weekend, so many upsets, this really, really opens up a chance for us to cement a spot in the top two, so I don't even really need to go on about how crucial a win is. In terms of the ins and outs, for me, I think the um, even with their injuries, uh, Bonds, as you touched on, their, their lineup is so even across the ground. The only thing that we can really exploit is our greatest strength, which is our forward line, because with Lake out and Gibson rush back, you know, he hasn't really played, he doesn't have any match fitness. Um, we can definitely run off him, especially given how agile our forwards are. So, yeah, for me, it's, it, it, I feel like we break even with them in a lot of areas. They probably have the advantage over us in the rock department, but we've shown in the past that hitouts, it, they don't really bother us because our midfield is good enough to shark the taps. So for me, it's it's how well our forward line gels together and how well they play. Um, if Tippett is indeed brought back, and I believe he should be, then it's going to be really, it's going to be a huge advantage. Um, you know, before he went down with injury, he was the number one. Um, like he would convert, he had the highest conversion rate um, with all the opportunities he had been given in the AFL this year to date. So if he can come back, then that would be a huge asset. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting, our know, ins and outs this week. I mean, Shaw won't be. I don't think we'll bring back in Shaw. I think we'll give him another week's rest. But we're going to have to find two players to drop for, obviously, Tippett and Hanabry. And they're pretty damn, two damn good ins. You'd think that... Towers is obviously going to go, but after that, it's really going to depend on how they're planning on lining up, whether we're going to drop Jack or if we're going to maybe get, drop out Rowan as well. No, I think they'll. I think uh, Brand Jack and um, Brand Jack and Towers will make way for um, for Hanabry and and Tippett. Um, I think Gay Rowan will play a full game off half back. They've They've gone with the seven defenders all year since pretty much after the Collingwood game, so I can't see him um, dropping Rowan and and uh, not going with going with the six defenders. Back, they all. I think they're they're stuck on the seven defenders now. Or you know, so I think uh, if Shaw doesn't come in, um, which I don't think he will, I think Rowan will play a full game off half back like last week because, as I said, I just can't see him changing. Change Anthony Rand, they'll go with the seven defenders and either Lloyd or Caneham will go back to being sub. Pretty much pretty much the exact same team besides Shaw as we played against them last time. Um, Dude, can you see Shaw or even Jones coming back into the team? 
I don't want to see Shaw back. I don't want to bring in three guys who haven't played in over two weeks all back in one go. Yeah, it's just, I, I, it's just too big a risk. Yeah, I agree. That's one. I thought, I thought Rowan's second half last week. He showed he showed a fair bit. He was he, a couple of his um intercept spoils and um his ball use and a couple of his. And I think maybe in the first half he was trying too hard with his tackles, but you know I think he's a bit still a bit iffy on his spot. So I think the second half he really showed. And as you said, bringing in three players against Hawthorne, it's a bit of a risk. And uh, as I said, I think they they're, they're going to stick with the seven defenders. They're not going to go back to six. So I think Rowan will play a full game, and um, one of Cunningham and Lloyd will go back to being the sub. And we'll pretty much have the same side beside Shaw as we had last last time against them. And what we've been playing with with Jones, um, he's been out for what two week two games now, and um, uh, one game isn't it? The other game was subbed out. Yeah, and then he missed with an Achilles last week, so he didn't play on the. Obviously, there was no near foul on the weekend, um, so I don't think he'll come straight back into the first. I think he'll play in the twos. I can't see how that after Rowan's game that dropped Rowan. Jones after Jones has missed or hasn't played a game in two, you know, three weeks, pretty much. Okay. So. Uh, who do you see coming in and out of the Hawthorne team? I mean, obviously, you're going to be looking at Gibson and Hill. Do you believe they'll make any more changes or just bring in the two of them? I think they'll just bring in the two. Yeah, they've already declared them fit, I'm pretty sure. I think Newbold even said on the radio the other day that they've declared... Gibson and Hill both fit, so they reckon Hill could have played on the weekend. He was touch and go. Now he's had that week off and an extra week. You think that um, I think Gibson's been training for about three or four weeks now. So them two will come in, and I don't know who they'll who they'll drop out. Um, yeah. Um, over on the Hawthorne board, I don't even know what team that is. Over on the Hawthorne board, um, they they pretty much confirm what you said, Pants, that Gibson has been doing full training for three weeks now. And um, Gibson pretty much himself confirmed that he will be playing this week weekend. As for who I drop back, I I, I have I don't pretend to know enough about depth of their list enough to make that kind of call. Off the top of my ribs and ins and out this year, you're looking at the likes of it's going to be either. Look, I personally I think Langford was really good against Adelaide, and I'm not sure if they'll drop him, but. He'd be one of the next in line, along with probably Ross and Liverland. So it's going to be two of those three, maybe uh, Doria or something. But look, they've got some serious depth and talent to their team. Like Some of the defensive matchups we're going to have to make this week are going to be really important. I mean, you've got Ruffhead, you've got Arresting Ruckman, either Segler or McAvoy. You're going to have Gunner up forward as well. So it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. I've got to say, I agree with Ponster. I, I don't really think Rothhead has been in great form at all. I think he's he's been very quiet. And even if it is his milestone match coming forward, I don't I don't really see him as too big a problem because, you know, we have Richards, we have Grundy, they've handled better forwards than him in the past. And Rothhead's never really troubled us except when they had Franklin to use as a decoy. Um, I, I personally don't think he's coping that well with the main, with the role as the main target at Hawthorne, but that's just me personally. How do you see us lining up in defence from? Like, okay, so you've got Ruffett, you've got Gunson, you've got Bruce Hill possibly coming back into the team, arresting Ruckman. Who do you see mate, the defensive matchups being? 
Well, obviously, I'd probably put. I don't know. I'm kind of tempted to say I'd put Grundy on. Um, I'd put Grundy on Roughhead and have and have Richards as kind of a loose a loose player to. Sorry, I would have Richards on their resting Ruckman so that he can come over and give Grundy support. I personally just feel like. Grundy is a little bit better one-on-one. I don't know if you guys feel that, and I feel like Grundy has had a better year this year. I'd agree with that. Completely. Grundy's had a fantastic year. I can't think of too many games where he's actually been beaten. It'll be interesting, actually. I'm just thinking about the likely matchups. I mean, you can't see... I, I'd almost feel safer having Wadler on the resting Rockman and having Richards on Gunston. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that, that's interesting. Because, I, oh, let's be honest, Segler and McAvoy aren't big. They're not Lock Hale. They don't really take that many marks down forward. So, as you said, Lade could probably get the job and just McAvoy's bring the ball to ground. McAvoy's taken a few up forward before, though. Yeah, I don't think they're not. They're no Hale, but that's my opinion. But maybe maybe you could get away with Lather on one of the rest in ruck, have Richards... On Gunston and and uh, Grundy, Grundy on um, Ruffy. Yeah, Ruffy. It's going to be interesting. Who do you see? Well, I, th- I think Palopolo will get a uh, defensive half role role. Malcheski. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I they're not going to allow Malcheski to run loose this week. Nah, so I think Malcheski will get. I think Palopolo will probably get a yeah defensive half forward role on on him. If you were Longmire, where'd you would you be putting McVeigh this weekend? Um, still half forward. Yeah, half forward, rotating through the mid. I don't think it has to change. He's done his job there this year. I think he's. I've always said that he's a better forward than he is, even though he was always showing half back. But we don't need him in half back anymore. So I can't. I don't know. He'd be wasted up half back, and his his goal sense and his and his ball use inside of that fifty is you know, second to none, so I'd rather him rather him um, in the forward line than in the back line. Okay, and can you see anyone from Hawthorne, can you see Hawthorne trying to pit someone up one-on-one against Kennedy, or do you reckon they'll use a group job? I think they'll do it, use a group job. They did use... Um, who well, it was Langford, wasn't it, last time? Langford? No, I don't think he played or something. Lithland or Langford? What, which, which one is it? It would have been. Little, I don't think Langford played against us last time. One of them. He. They, one of the blonde-headed fella. He ran around yeah. with Kennedy. It'll be interesting to see. Do you reckon they'll go with the same matchup or? Nah, because Kennedy touched him up. So I can't see that being. Can't see that happening. I'm. It's gonna be. Int- How do you actually see the Vaughn? You there? I think we've lost one. Punts? Yep. <laughs> She's out of there. She's gone. <laughs> How do you see Pike going up in the rock against Segler and McAvoy? Well, like, we you had see Derek's... It? We did have Derek. Derek's played last game, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Um, Pike's a better ruckman than, than Derek, so... Uh, I wouldn't say both. I wouldn't say Segler or, or McAvoy in, in great form, so... As I said, Sam Reid only has to do... Do his uh, five minutes a quarter in there, and and uh, I know they won't stick Tippett in there because I don't know what's to go with that bloke, but he just seems to fall apart all the time. But um, 
yeah, I think I think Pike will do the job. I got no issue. I got no issue with. Um, not too worried about their ruckman at all. Really, I don't think they hurt you. Hurt you, hurt you that bad. I'm, you know, I've even heard the Hawthorne um, people say that uh, McAvoy hasn't been the greatest trade. So I'm not. I'm not too uh, too concerned about their ruckman. I'm, I'm happy for Pike. I know Pike got a bit of a touch up against West Coast against their two ruckmen, but um, he did play. He he killed um, uh, Warnock last weekend. He, I think he was about ten, eight centimetres shorter. So um, I got no problem with uh, their rucks at all. Really, I think Pike will, Pike will stand up and stick Reedy in there for five minutes a quarter. He, he won't win a tap, but he'll he'll make a contest. Yeah, it's going to be interesting actually how we deploy Reed this week. If we're actually going to try and force him to stretch their defence further, or if we're going to use him around the ground and possibly as a loose player in defence, like. He's been in great form up forward read recently, and I just say I'd be worried about Sean Makers has done some really good roles on him before, but I think Sean Makers is going to have to get the tip it or Franklin. Yeah, well, definitely with like with like being out, it's it's, it's pretty obvious that that uh, Sean Makers will have to go to tip it like he did last time, and you'd probably Unless think they bring in Cheney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think fingers happen. crossed there. Yeah, and then Gibson will obviously get the job on Buddy, which again. Uh, when we isolated both of them last game, Buddy was taking marks over his head and still still had uh, nine shots on goal. So, you know, he, he makes that 7-2 and it makes, uh, makes the outcome a lot different. So, um, I think they'll try and isolate um, both Buddy and Gibson and isolate uh, Tippett and, and, and Showmakers. Um, obviously, Gibson is the best third third man up probably in the competition but he ain't going to get that luxury this week with uh with buddy Tippett and reed i think uh, stratton will probably have to run with with run around with reed oh actually spanger spanger's playing I'm yeah sure. spang so you probably think spanger might might get the job on so you probably think showmakers will get a job on Tippett, gibson on on um buddy and and maybe spanger spanger on reed and and, Who and stratton goods? on goods i'm presuming yeah, yeah probably, they'll probably have to put stratton on goods and Hodge will probably be that, you know, that loose man in defence coming across and helping out. But as you said, if we can isolate him and not bomb it in there, like we have the last few weeks, I know we haven't had Tippett, but if we can isolate him, um, yeah, I think they'll be in a bit of trouble without Lake. And going forward, we're just going to have to, going there forwards, we're just going to have to really keep an eye on. Their biggest danger at the moment is Gunson. He's just in you know, great form and he's good at ground level, he's good in the air, he's just really hard matchup. So, Maybe as you said, you could put Lather on a resting ruck and stick your best defender and Richards on, um, you know, almost agile defender on uh, on um, Gunston. That could be that could be a way, and you've got Bruce as well, which you probably think with um, with Rioli being out, you probably think Smith's probably going to get the job on Bruce. You know, you've still got um, Sim can play on the weekend. Simkin, I'm just trying to think. It was two weeks ago. Sorry, one sec. Simkin, Simkin. I think he did actually. He was sub, wasn't he? On... No, I think two weeks. No, Simkin didn't play. Oh, no, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He had 24 disposals, two goals. That's right. Yeah, yeah Simkin played. Because he actually, He's been he actually gave Shaw a bit of a touch-up last game. Um... Yeah, he gave Shaw a bit of a touch-up last game. Lucky he didn't kick straight, otherwise they might have 
got over the line. He had Shaw was a bit off that game. He let him mark everything. So he's another one that you probably got to keep an eye out on. But I really think you've got to. I know. I think Burgoyne's the one for me. He's just every time they seem to put him in the middle against us, he just gets clearance after clearance and then he pulls him over the line. So I think Birdie's going to have to do a, maybe a job on him and and heal them. They're What's your final prediction for this weekend? And, I mean, uh, What's your prediction? Um, I think Swans, Swans by three goals. Three goals? Yeah. Again, your worst nightmare for the weekend? Um, what are we, six weeks out from the finals? Injuries. It's pretty simple. Seem to be pretty no more, yeah, no, no more injuries. We just need a good run. We need Tippett and these guys to start getting in the side and getting some continuity into their game because it's just Tippett's in for one and out for five. It just needs to get in, get back in there. Okay, well, and your sure thing? Oh, my sure thing is... Um, my, my sure thing is if, if Tippett plays, he'll kick... F- He'll kick, uh, he'll kick five on Showmakers. Five? Jeez, confident five. for you. Usually you're the doomsayer. Yep. No, he'll kick five on Showmakers. Okay, then. Um, my nightmare for the weekend is a loss of over 40 points. My short thing is Adam Good to kick three goals. And my final tip for the weekend is the Swans by 13 points. We'll be down at three-quarter time to get up. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Swans Big Footy Podcast. My name is Bonds. Tonight I've been joined by Punts. There you goes. And Vaughn. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks, guys, and have a good night.